at the Green Scare Anarchist Book Fair. And uh, although you will hear voices uh, uh, in the back, uh, that's because other people are here enjoying the book fair. Although it does appear that it's pretty much over. So it's 2 p.m. here in the central time zone. And uh, yeah. So, uh, oh boy. I guess I should just talk about the book fair in general. Um, uh, really the most important thing to take away from this book fair is that uh, it's in the middle of nowhere, it's in Wisconsin, and um, and it's and the, the space they have is amazing. Uh, uh, so amazing that I would recommend every town in the country do everything in their power to like go somewhere and do what they've done here, which is they basically are in a rural small town and they bought it. I'm not sure if they bought a church. I actually know very little about the details, but they they are in a church. Uh, old standing structure, totally good. Yeah, and, and please, uh, uh, I'm here obviously with, with um, <laughs> I can't remember what you go by right now. <laughs> it's a demo. Just, just forget about right, it. Demo, Don't worry. Demo. Right, right. <laughs> but, um, uh, but the point is, is that uh, yeah, it's, it's a, a really, it's a totally big, manageable sized church with a great, totally great backyard and they're not bothered by the neighbors. And um, and it's it's basically just one of the best sort of social space spaces that I've seen, not just in the Midwest but in the whole U.S. for sure. Um, obviously, yeah, you know the devil's in the details, but it really is an amazing space. And if you get a chance to check out Boysville, Wisconsin, you really should. And um, uh, yeah, so uh, brought to you by the Anarchy Board of Boysville, Wisconsin. Boy, exactly, yeah. Um, the next sort of thing that sort of we're talking about is uh, the organization of the event generally was not super wonderful. Um, there do seem to be like what I would call two different book fairs happening at the same time. One is uh, essentially a group of friends, and uh, they had already taken over the, the center of the, of the room and pretty much all the tables. Uh, I came at 10.15 in the morning at, at a book fair that was supposed to, supposed to start at 10, and all the tables were taken. Um, and only two or three tables appear to have been taken by not this group of friends. Um, you know, and that's sort of neat, sort of interesting, you know, but obviously for, for people who are coming from out of town, that might have been nice to have heard. The, uh, uh, the next thing that's worth mentioning is that there were not books, uh, there were not, um, uh, there was no content for the book there. In other words, it was sort of, it's sort of people hanging out around their tables but mostly just people hanging out and very few as in zero uh, of the, of the, um, uh, what do you call them, workshops happen. Um, so that's, you know, that's sort of a drag because obviously part of what is exciting about um, any sort of a book event is the other stuff. Um, the unfortunate thing that happened and, and that I'm still emotionally sort of dealing with um, uh, 
there being two book fairs meant that one book fair was a group of friends who knew each other and who had a similar similar sort of social demographic. And the second book fair, you know, were people who maybe traveled here to sell books or to, or to talk books. And um, there were at least two other sort of out-of-towners who, um, you know, who were here maybe hoping for gas money home or, or whatever it is. Mm. And, uh, and those people, I don't think, were treated particularly well. Um, uh, but most pointedly, uh, last night, while, while our material was under, uh, under blanket and, you know, the bookstore was going to go closed, um, uh, some enterprising person came and stole all of our tassas. And, you know, <laughs> obviously we made the choice to bring a tassa and a table open, openly rather than mm-hmm. deliver it in a brown paper bag, which is what we normally do. But, um, uh, yeah, so so that's interesting. And it's mostly interesting because um, they, they, there appears to be, like, yet a third book book fair happening right now that's happening on social media. So um, whoever it is that stole the Atasas or some friend of theirs um, uh, advertised it on Twitter. So <laughs> that, makes, that makes everything much stranger. Um, because in fact, there is something, you know, there, there is a kind of communication happening that I'm totally unaware of and is happening on Twitter. Um, yeah. And, and in fact, I've spoke like maybe three sentences with the quote unquote organizer of the event and most of the rest of the quote unquote table use did the same. And that's all the interaction we've had with essentially the other the other book fair happening here at the same time. Um, so, you know, the good and the bad of this is that I guess what, what we would call quote unquote dangerous spaces, um, dangerous spaces means separate events in the same space. Um, so that's sort of like, I guess my initial report, um, uh, obviously I'm happy to hear what other people have to say. Uh, uh, can you give the call a number and the email address? Yeah, so it's call in at 646-787-8464, or you can email team at anarchybang.com. Um, yeah, so I imagine once you found your Atossus were stolen, you just went into windmill berserker rage. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> uh, the strange you know, phenomenon and sort of any time uh, uncomfortable things happen or whatever, but uh, uh, there's almost nobody in the room. There, there's uh, 20 people either in the backyard or downstairs, but, you know, as far as a book fair goes, whatever, whatever that means, there's pretty much nothing happening here. And, um, uh, and you know, with, without there being presentations or workshops, um, you know, that sort of, there is no particular center of gravity of this event, and, and it's basically now, at, at this point, just a group of friends hanging out. Hmm. And, and as a matter of fact, I, I invited about a half dozen tables to, to come and be on the show and to talk and to you know, tell us about their table and what their politics are or whatever. And uh, clearly, everyone has declined to do that and, I guess, did, <laughs> uh, demonstrated their, their explicit lack of, in, of interest in, uh, in this meeting. <laughs> <laughs> right. But also, <laughs> what's that? 
Well, I mean, so as a result, it, it is uh, fair to say that, you know, we're not going to do two hours of this. <laughs> and, and, I, and I have no idea uh, how this is going to play out, you know, in terms of what's going to happen after I uh, start to close up shop, which is obviously what I'll do as soon as the show is over. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if uh, the the ceiling of the Atasa shows a clear interest in its content or a clear... Uh... <laughs> well... The, the the stuff that was on Twitter sort of implied that there was about to be a brawl. So, oh wow, <laughs> yeah, but it's Twitter. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, actually, I actually confronted the kid who whose account it clearly was, and mm-hmm. uh, he immediately basically was like, "Huh? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't." Know. And then scurried out of the room. And obviously, I'm encumbered with microphones and computers, so I can't chase after him. But, but yeah. <laughs> I don't think it was a. I don't think it was an expression of love. And, and oh well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they're just. It's actually an act of anti-indigenousness. You should just throw that in their face. Yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> um, so there was also a music element to this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Last night after the uh, event, after sort of the books settled down around six p.m. Uh, Three, four bands played downstairs. And again, the space, I mean, I, I just want to make it clear, like, this space is amazing. There really mm-hmm. is enough space for there to, to sort of all the tables to stay intact for the evening and for um, uh, uh, for there to be a full-on show downstairs that, that is about the, the, the size of a house show. And, um, yeah, and, it, you know, it appears that there are, like, maybe 30, 40 people there. Oh, wow. Okay. Hmm. So, yeah, I'm wondering where to go. Um, what's going on? Is it just get louder? What's happening? <laughs> Nothing is going on. I'm taking a press. Oh, <laughs> I just heard the word knife in the background, but apparently that was yeah. something else. Yeah, there are there are other people in the room who are having conversations. Mm. I apologize for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what do you think do you think this holds any kind of sense of what book fairs or some other anarchist events might look like in the near future well you know again like um, let's take let's take the, the hardest maybe most gnarly position and talk it out for a little bit because you know perhaps I should listen to what people are saying without words and say that my presence at book fairs is a, is a pretty big issue and that perhaps I should stop coming to these events because, you know, clearly like it's not been a couple of events in a row, a couple of events for LBC in a row where we're clearly not wanted. Hmm. Though it seems like with the dangerous space policy and, your inclusion in, I think you were included in the original list of tables, right, with the announcement? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. And the way that they played out was really strange. I mean, I mean, you know, obviously it's easy to read into things, but but um, they actually reached out after we signed up and we're like, we're going to come. And mm-hmm. uh, they reached out and said, you know, are you sure you're going to come? It's kind of a long way. And I said, well, I haven't, I'm sort of like not sure yet. I didn't exactly say no, but I didn't exactly say yes. And the next mm. announcement that came out, we were not on that list. 
Um, so it could be that they were looking for an excuse to, to disinvite or, you know, we're sort of sorry that they invited in the first place. Um, mm. uh, but, you know, obviously, like, the three projects that are very much, you know, affiliated with, with LBC didn't come and were on the list of, to come. And no, no organizer, you know, again, no one has talked to me. And that's mm-hmm. and that's part of the thing that actually rings true for this event and for some other events, including the Seattle Book Fair, that basically said, we don't want you to come because of decisions, patterns, and behaviors. And then that was our last communication. Right. As if there were communication. Yes, as if sending out random buzzwords into the void is somehow talking to you. Yeah. But, but you know, perhaps the lesson to, to say here is that, you know, many Many book fairs didn't want to deal with the free speech implication of us coming, so they've so they've stopped holding events, and other people have basically, you know, I guess you'd say, iced us out. Mm. So, um, just in the sense of feeling out the space more, what it, what are the other kind of like projects that are there tabling at all? Nice to meet you. Come here, Eric. I'll see you again sometime. Well. So a lot of the distros that we've sort of seen announce themselves on e-news are here. Uh, Warzone, Greenhouse. Um, uh, there was a prisoner distro that was here. Uh, there is a distro from uh, uh, the ALS people are here. And that's it. Basically, about 12 tables. There, there's three tables that are facing the other way, so I don't know the names of them. One of them is an EBC from Kansas. Uh, one of them is another distro like Warzone. And a third one is like a queer distro. So, there was, a question, oh. uh, there, there's a question from... Uh, from IRC asking, is Zocket here? And <laughs> the answer, I think, is a resounding no. But I think oh. that they, they probably are blaming me uh, something, you know, they're blaming someone else for, for why that's the case. As is their desire. Um, so, yeah, going, I don't know, I mean, what do you, what do you think going back to the gnarly question of your or LBC's involvement in something like public events, what do you think, what are you thinking for the future now that you've seen this kind of more icing out? Uh, it's, it's hard to say. It's way too early to, to, to guess, but it is enough to say that like, you know, at least staying nimble enough to realize like perhaps this is the case. Um, and I guess the first question would be to just to to draw the distinction between is it about me or is it about LBC uh, would probably be the first place to go. In other words, maybe let's do two or three events and me just have nothing to do with the event or, or the presentation of it and see what happens. But you know, but of course there are challenges with that too. Hmm. It, it, you know, it's also like, like the anarchies are down. There's no doubt about that. But it's you know and and obviously like you're gonna have to drag me kicking and screaming to to for me to agree that I'm I'm the cause of that. But <laughs> but perhaps on some level it's true, and so I'm not I'm not so uh, obstinate that I'm not willing to sort of think about that and and see if that's the case. Um, 
And, you know, if you have thoughts on this, please give us a call. The number is is 646-787-8464, or you can email team at anarchybang.com, which are you? You're checking that, I imagine? Oh, yeah, I'm there. Okay, sweet. Um, Yeah, so if you want to talk about Green Scare or if you want to talk about an event in your area or anything like that, please call. We love you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah, it's funny. Of course, I'm half distracted right now because, you know, my thought is like, okay, so they've done this, you know, childlike act of hostility towards me. What should, like, should I... Should I spend the rest of my days stomping around the building, searching? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. And, and um, um, yeah, I just, you know, I was going to camp here tonight. Now, should I just go, you know, what do I do next? It's sort of an mm. uh, operational question. But it, but it it all just seems so silly because I, I sort of assumed that I would spend the rest of the evening getting to know the locals, you know, hearing where, where they're coming from. But maybe... Uh, they hate me. <laughs> you know, it just sounds—it's just so stupid to even say this stuff out loud. Um, right. And and you know that of course sends me tail spinning in that in that direction of like, am I just too old for this shit? <laughs> This—if there's ever been a moment where I feel too old for this shit, this would be it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just wondering. I mean, I imagine you had a full table of wares and then just a toss of one and two being stolen is just the weirdest <laughs> choice. I mean, I mean, it makes sense in terms of the free speech thing, but I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, um, I mean, you know, if that's the only thing that they object to, because of course they've read it and they understand it and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, or even if they're they're just trying to you know take a stand against the tyranny of LBC, um, uh, you know it could be that they've already been burned. Which <laughs> oh, I, I in fact, which I in fact suspect. <laughs> Little did they know that the covers are carcinogenic. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's funny, you know. Really, if before this happened, which you know really just happened 30 minutes before um, uh, we went live, I was mostly just going to talk about this space and just how amazing it is, and how, um, yeah, just how it's you know like this is an inspirational space, mm-hmm. and and that this idea of like you know what would it take for your community to put together something like this, um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I have heard. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just that obviously I don't know what it's like in Wisconsin, but I mean, finding places that have cheap enough property that, you know, yeah. a handful of people can actually buy is, I'm wondering where else that is in North America at this point, probably somewhere like West Virginia. Well, I would say that it's pretty much the entire Midwest. Mm. I mean, in other words, there's more places like this than places like whatever shithole you're from. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> the shithole you're from probably would be affordable. Uh, I think increasingly less so, but I I see your point. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, but really the point is, like, if if you move away from the places that are quote-unquote sexy, there really right. are this, these amazing opportunities. That to, and part of that opportunity would be to make your own little universe. 
Mm. I mean, because that's you know that's the bottom line of this place is that whatever you were going to make here. I mean, it's only an hour from Minneapolis, mm. but um, but Minneapolis is is also a town that doesn't have necessarily have a shit ton going on. Although of the like B list of towns in the U.S., it's definitely one of the best. Right. Like it has, so, like um, it has multiple multiple collective businesses, for instance. Mm. So then I guess I'm interested in your perspective on, you know, staying in a, an urban environment. What what do you think is do you think there is still an advantage other than just access to, you know, employment? Yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, if your if your goal is to build and live in an interesting anarchist communities, I would say come to leave the towns because hmm. all, all outside of a couple of different college towns, at least in my experience right now in 2019, I would say that there's not that much going on. Hmm. <laughs> Could just do an hour and a half of ambient uh, book fair noise. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, uh, so another question from IRC asks if there have been any walk-ins and i.e. i.e. people from the town even check out the space? And the answer is absolutely not. It's just, um, but, but that's not necessarily a terrible thing. Um, but, but essentially what's happening is, uh, you know, it's, it's people who are friends or, or, or part of a broader community that's represented by this space. And that's, yeah, that's who's here. Is it, is it fairly isolated from the actual town that you're, that it is? <laughs> the town is literally a single main street, like one block of Main Street, right. and almost in that entire town, all that entire Main Street, almost every business is closed. Someone told me that the only business is open, uh, that there's basically like a used clothing store. Uh, yeah, there's basically no business here at all. That even though whatever gas station is nearby is essentially where people like do the bulk of their like shopping. Oh. So as commerce dies, anarchy blooms? <laughs> well, I mean, that's actually a fair point. I mean, the thing, the thing to say about this structure, this, this, this church we're living in, it's not old. It was probably built mm. in the 70s. The, the mm. floor is, is a, it has a nice wood floor that, that still looks new. Um, you know, so whatever, whatever Jesus people used to be here, you know, they, they, they were here recently. And, um, and, you know, one of the things that they're definitely using this space for is, is there's at least four different uh, residences. People's rooms or whatever that are carved off. Oh, people off. are actually living there. Yeah, yeah, people are living there. I mean, I mean that's worth talking about is sort of like all the resources here. You know, there was enough room for there to be a uh, a performance space, enough room mm. for, for this large, you know, like for at least I would say 18 tables, and um, uh, yeah. Do they have any? Have they talked about any? Anything else happening in that space? Like what what is happening in the future has happened? I don't know. I mean, it sounds like it's mostly a social space, even during the book fair. So, well, right, and that's that's of course the weird thing here. It's like like because there's no transparency or sort of signage or ideological yeah. statement or whatever. Um, I think they're called the Calamity Collective, um, mm. but like literally, I I got the, the specific address of this place while I was driving here from someone who knew the Calamity Collective. Like, yeah, so that's a little strange. 
it, mm. but, but mostly I would just say it's unclear. And, mm. you know, obviously, like, like we know why people, well, we know why people are pretending to be so upset about Natasa, but, mm. you know, there isn't any real evidence because the place down. I do like the image of the victory of... Uh, you being in a basically deserted town and someone stealing your books, and that's, that's a great victory. Yeah. <laughs> it's something, that's for sure. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, but, you know, obviously the question I would love to hear people speak to is what would they do in a similar mm-hmm. situation? Because I don't think that this is like, this feels like, um, being in high school and being like the punk rock kid in high school and mm. all the normies pointing at you and saying, or saying nothing at all. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so you're just having flashbacks at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's like um, not 16 Candles, um, uh, Breakfast Club, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is... Yes, I don't know. Um, people are bringing up Tacoon and that kind of stuff, but I don't obviously know more about how that would apply or not to something like a small town. But Well, it is worth mentioning that, uh, um, you know, there is now a Tacoon faction that's active in the, in the Midwest, and uh, they currently have an event this weekend in Carbondale, Illinois. And so a lot of people that I would know that would that would basically be associated with Tacoon allegedly are are there in Carbondale. Mm. Um, but this is pretending like that's um, you know a big healthy event and this is somehow you know the the ugly offshoot. But perhaps right. that's the case. Mm. So again, if you want to call in, the number is six four six seven eight seven four six four, or email team at anarchybang.com. If you want to talk about your small town and your plans for anarchy in your small town. So, is there? Uh, I mean, I believe there is something of an anarchist scene in the town where you grew up. Is that correct? Sorry, what was the question? Oh, I believe there is something like an anarchist scene growing in the town where you grew up. Is that correct? Uh, I would say five to ten years ago, there were some people who uh, I met in my hometown who, mm. uh, you know, who, that would be qualified. They all moved to other towns in the Midwest. Oh, okay. <laughs> As a matter of fact... Uh, out of the three people I met, two of them actually did show up yesterday. We're here mm. for a couple hours and then left to go back mm. to Minneapolis, which Minneapolis is only an hour, a little over an hour away from here. And that's actually right. an interesting slash important lesson that, you know, again, an hour outside of Minneapolis and, you know, churches are available for cheap. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, there is in I the property value is weird in Montana, but it is the one of the largest states with less than a million people. So there is space around somewhere yeah, I'm, I'm from. Well maybe we should just wrap it up here, keep it at a half hour, more or less let it serve as an announcement of what happened. And then go back to the drawing board to figure out what we're gonna do for next week. Okay. Yeah, and we can have more of a 
more of a report back or something. I mean, not a report back, but more of your process. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't mind constraining that to one week. Um, <laughs> oh, no, no. I, I just meant a portion of it, not a whole week. Um, okay, yeah. So so thank you very much. Why don't you call the, the episode for next week? Um, uh, sex and relationships. Okay. Okay, great. Have a great day. You too. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Yeah.